Welcome to the Consistency Corner Podcast, where we delve deep into the heart of content strategy, branding, and the art of simplifying your marketing approach. I'm your host, Ruthie Starrett, a Midwest native now soaking up the Florida sun and a proud mom of an energetic eight-year-old and the passionate force behind the Consistency Corner. Each episode will bring you actionable insights, unfiltered conversations on life as a mompreneur, and tips to elevate your brand with consistency. Whether you're a budding business owner or someone just eager to find clarity in the digital marketing maze, you found your corner. Join me as we navigate a path to success you can be consistent with and together bring out the brand sparkle so that you can make an impact and an income. Hey there, before we dive into today's episode, I've got something sparkly for you. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the constant need to post and engage on Instagram? Do you ever wish that you could just like step away from the daily grind and still leave a lasting impression? Or maybe you haven't been posting and you're letting that guilt weigh on you because you know, as a business owner, you can do better with your presence on social media. Well, then the done for you nine grid is a way to make your dream become a reality. What you'll get is a custom tailored Instagram strategy, beautifully designed squares, captivating captions, and the peace of mind knowing your profile tells your brand story perfectly. Whether you're preparing for a busy season or you just want to focus on other areas of your business, let me help you shine on Instagram without the hassle and overwhelm. Sound too good to be true? It's not. If you want in, grab the link in the show notes to learn more about the Done For You 9 Grid and fill out an application to book a call for your very own custom 9 Grid. All right, now let's get to the episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Consistency Corner Podcast. And what might be the first in our series of Friday episodes, because Yesterday, I was actually taking a walk and was thinking about, I need to have more solo episodes or potentially episodes with a co-host in the near future, which I'm kind of working on behind the scenes. But, you know, I love having guests on the podcast. I love having conversations with our guests about their zones of genius, the things that they do, the things that they teach. But there's also, you know, things that I want to talk about with you guys and conversations that I want to have here on the podcast. And when I plan out the podcast content, I actually plan it like for the entire year. And having one solo episode a month, I'm definitely able to hit on certain points and serve you with certain things. But what I found is that I'm not necessarily able to react in the moment to trends and things that are going on that I'd like to discuss. And when I first launched the podcast back in 2021, which crazy, it's been like two years now since I've been running the podcast. But at that time, I was like, yes, I'm going to do two episodes a week. Well, I was working a full time job and that got to be way too much. And so I took the pressure off of myself and said, never mind, we're not going to do two episodes a week. We're going to do one a week. We're going to do three guest episodes a month and we're going to do one solo episode a month. But things in business evolve, things pivot, as we talked about recently on um, my episode about flopped launches that 
We try things, we pivot, we try new things. And so one of the things that I'm going to be trying is some more solo episodes and just kind of conversations behind the scenes about what's going on, what my thoughts are, what my observations are, and the strategies that I'm trying in my business and with my marketing plan. And maybe some of the things that I'm doing could work for you or inspire you to try some new things. And the topic that came up when I was on my walk yesterday was that lately, when it comes to content or social media content in particular, I am bored AF. And I have talked about in the past how social media can sometimes be a huge, huge energy suck. And I actually have a five-day challenge called the Stop the Scroll Challenge, which was specifically designed to help you take back your energy from social media and not sacrifice your marketing strategy because people are on social media, like 3 billion people are on social media. So yes, as a business, I think you need to be on social media, but I don't think you need to be on social media 24 seven. And I can definitely tell you that as a business owner who helps other businesses with social media, it can be draining. And lately I feel really drained and even bored and burnt out by social media. And maybe that's because of the client work I'm doing. Maybe it's because I've gotten into the bad habits of scrolling. Maybe it's because the content that I'm seeing is boring. There's a lot of reasons. So I wanted to talk about that today and talk through that about the things that I'm trying to re-energize myself and re-inspire myself around social media. Because here's the thing, there are parts of it that can be fun. There are parts of it that I do like. I like it as a platform to connect with people who live all over the country and even all over the world that I don't unfortunately have an opportunity to see in person all the time. I like it for entertainment. It can be fun. We all love a funny meme, right? We like funny reels. It like it's fun. It can be entertaining. But what happens is when we curate our feed, with the wrong content or content that's maybe not serving us, it can start to feel heavy. And somebody in the entrepreneur space who lives with a growth mindset and is very much invested in learning and growing and healing and up-leveling and all of those things, sometimes based upon the people that and the accounts that I follow, you start to get that comparison syndrome or that imposter syndrome and the comparisonitis when you scroll. And so it doesn't feel good anymore. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how I'm personally feeling bored with social media and the five things that I'm implementing and trying to do to change that. Because like my girl Oprah says, we are all responsible for the energy we bring into a space. And I am responsible for my own energy. So these are the things that I'm doing starting this week while I'm recording this podcast on the fly to help with that boredom that I'm feeling around social media. And the first thing, so step number one, I'm going to give you five steps or five things to try. The first one is to create more than you consume. Now you might be like, Ruthie, is that why you're burnt out? Because you create content for all these accounts, these client accounts, and you're doing these nine grids and you're just like, you're pumping out content. No, that's not why I'm bored. I'm bored because I'm scrolling too much. So my commitment is to create more than I consume. And in fact, 
that doesn't mean creating more social media content. For me, that means creating better email newsletters, another podcast, and recording and having conversations through long-form content like this to serve my audience in a way that doesn't rely on Meta's algorithm, but to create content that is exciting for me and conversations that I want to have. You know, part of the reason that I thought about adding in a second podcast episode each week is so I can have more conversations. And I, you know, am thinking about bringing on a co-host or kind of rotating some different co-hosts so that I could have conversations real time with my community and create content that feels like a conversation versus a post, which often feels like talking to a wall because we don't get that like back and forth that we get from conversations. So creating more than I consume and creating more podcast content versus just scrolling is my step number one that I'm trying. Number two goes back to those conversations. Here's the thing about social media. It's an awesome tool to connect with people if we use it to connect with people. So one of my commitments to myself is to use social media to actually connect with the people that I admire and appreciate and sending DMs to friends or people whose content I just like and having real life conversations with them. How often, I get on my husband about this all the time, like how often do you see content that resonates with you and you just scroll on by? Like throw the creator a bone and double tap that little heart and leave a comment. And even better yet, send them a DM. One of my favorite things to do when I hear a great guest on a podcast that I'm listening to is to DM that guest and say, hey, I heard you on so-and-so's show, loved the interview. Thank you so much for sharing XYZ. Just wanted to let you know I appreciate you. You have no idea how much that means to somebody because I've gotten a couple of those messages now and then myself, and it really just makes your day. And in that case, we can actually, again, be social on social media and have real life conversations with people. So that's something that I am committing to is DMing friends, acquaintances, my network, just to have a conversation, not like a, hey, girl, you want to buy my thing? Hey, do you want to share my freebie? Hey, do you want to collaborate? No, just, hey, how are you? Hey, social media has gotten really boring for me lately. I'm reaching out to my friends to try to make it more fun. How have you been? It can be as simple as that. The next thing is going back to that create more than you consume, but leaning into long form content. So in the consistency quarter marketing method, we talk about long form content being the anchor for your overall content plan. And when I say long form content, I mean typically a podcast a blog or a video, something that is longer than just a social media post. If you are not currently creating long form content, blogs, podcasts, videos, it could be an email newsletter. If you're not doing that, now is the time to start, my friends. Leaning into long form content, which is content that you own, the social media platform doesn't own it, you own it, and it is legacy content for your brand. And the thing about long form content is it can be repurposed over and over again. You can use blogs and email newsletters to nurture your audience 
months and years down the road by sharing that information with them through like email nurture sequences or links on your website or whatever it is, but then you don't have to create the content constantly and pumping it out. So number one, if you're not creating long form content and you're feeling bored with social media, this might be the time to start. If you are creating long form content, how can you up level? How can you start repurposing your content more? Put it in different places. You know, collaborate with people through long form content. If you are a podcast host doing podcast swaps or being a guest on more podcasts, you know, I kind of took a hiatus for the summer from podcast recording, but as I get excited to go into the fall to have guests on my show, to pitch myself to be guests on other people's shows, those types of long form content where we can actually have conversations are what lights me up and is fun. And then, hey, here's the fun thing. You can take all that content and slice it up and repurpose it for social media. And then social media doesn't become such a lift because you're pulling from a piece of content that you have already created. So number three was long form content, lean into it. Number four, this one is like, totally different and has absolutely nothing to do with any other type of content, but it's go outside and move your body and do something without a screen. Now here in Florida, it's like 110 degrees outside. So unfortunately I cannot take a walk unless it's early in the morning or late in the afternoon, but I am challenging myself to take daily walks and to sometimes take a walk without my phone. Meaning I'm not listening to a podcast. I'm not catching up on messages. I'm just walking and being with my thoughts. And I'm going to go back to my girl, Oprah, who says, I just saw this post from her, um, that the silence sometimes and quieting what's going on around us gives us the opportunity to actually hear ourselves and hear the things that we need to hear to move forward. And if you guys study human design, I am a um, six two generator. And the two line is called the hermit, which means like you need some alone time. And I never really realized that until the last couple of years when I first started getting into human design. And it's like, yes, I sometimes need just like silence and quiet and alone time. And like last week, the 4th of July week, my son didn't have camp and so was home every single day. And so like, I didn't have a second of quiet to reflect and think. And I need that. And I don't think everybody needs it. I think a lot of us do. But if that's something that you need and you're feeling bored with social media, taking a break away from your phone, going to a yoga class and leaving your phone in the car, taking a walk without your phone, reading a actual physical book and not like a Kindle or an ebook or an audio book. Those are all things to get your brain working in different ways, which could bring interest and excitement back to you that you might have been seeking when you scroll, but you're not actually getting from the scroll anymore. And so then the last thing, which we're going to go back to the scroll of if you're not getting what you're seeking from the scroll is unfollow and audit who you're following. Now, a couple of people that I have followed um, on both social and listened to their podcast, um, one is Kat Defada, who hosts the Unit Therapy podcast. And then the other is Jordan Shonda King, who is the um, COO behind Easy Scaling, a mastermind that I am, I've done. They both follow 
nobody on social. Kat might have started following people again, but she did an experiment where she followed zero people for 30 days. I think Allison Cullen from You Do Woo also does this. And it's an interesting experiment that I might have to um, try in August. We'll see if, if I can commit to it. But even if I'm if I take my following down to zero, you know what I can do? I can unfollow accounts that don't serve me because I am responsible for what shows up in my feed. And if I pick up my phone and I scroll for the like 20 or 30 minutes that I've given myself or even 10 or 15, and it's not adding any value to my life, well, then I'm following the wrong accounts or I'm following accounts that don't serve me. And that's getting in the way of some of the content that maybe would serve me. Because here's the thing, we see like less than 5% of the content the people that we actually follow put out there. Like we just don't see it. And so if you have certain accounts that you know serve you because they make you laugh or they make you smile or they're inspiring or they're your friends, you know, maybe only follow those accounts or keep a list, kind of a running list of those accounts and go specifically to their account, engage with their content, and then put your phone down and move on. Landon Talks, that's one of my favorite ones. He's like a guy from the South that talks about funny things that people say in the South. So I will like go to the explore page, look him up, watch a couple of his reels. And then, okay, that served me. It was entertaining. It was funny. I liked it. Mo news is my, um, source for news. Mo it's M O S H E H is the handle best place for news. Um, but I will go specifically read the news and then put my phone down and move on versus just mindlessly scrolling and hoping that you get that dopamine hit of content that makes you smile, but being intentional about the accounts that I am going to be engaging with. And here's the thing, you guys, about social media. We talk about this all the time inside the consistency corner. Yes, people are on social media. Yes, it is a tool in our marketing strategy, in our marketing plan, but it's not the end all be all to marketing. Your messaging matters, your branding matters, where you're networking and how you're attracting new eyes to your business matters. Email marketing matters. The way people navigate your website and finding your content through search engine optimization matters. Referrals and relationships all of those things, those are all parts of the puzzle. And social media is another part. And so if you're feeling as a business owner, burnt out or bored with social media, but you don't feel like the content that you have up there represents your business and you're like beating yourself up with like, oh, I should be creating different content. I should be putting things out there to attract and nurture my clients. You know, Ruthie always says we should be attract, nurture and convert and we can use social for that, blah, blah, blah. That's the whole reason that I created the done for you nine grid is because I want you to be able to set it and forget it. And that's what I was able to do when I created my nine grid, which is what gave me the whole idea for this offer. And I didn't want to have this um, episode be all about the offer. So like, we'll just talk about this for a second, but that's one tool of like, set it and forget it, have a presence that you feel really excited about and proud of, and then go back to these other five things that we talked about to re-energize and re-inspire yourself around social, to be social on social, 
to use it for relationships because relationships are what build trust. Trust is what leads to sales. And so thinking about how you can use your energy for those relationships versus just mindlessly scrolling, which is probably sucking your energy dry. And then maybe we won't feel so burnt out and bored with social media and we can make it fun again. And we can make it a place that we want to hang out sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. So if this resonates with you and you are also feeling burnt out or bored, let's be social on social media. Send me a DM. Let's talk about it. Talk about what's working for you. Tell me what you're struggling with. I want to chat through it. And stay tuned. This might just be a regular Friday thing. You know, this is our first one, our first pop-up Friday episode based on a trend I'm seeing or things that I wanted to respond to based upon what's happening in my business. But I might be back next Friday with more. So if you like those, let me know. And same thing about co-hosting. Because here's the thing, guys. I am, let's go back to human design. I am a generator. And a generator's gift is to respond, right? Every time I do a podcast on somebody else's show and somebody else interviews me, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so smart. I said so many smart things when I was talking to that person. And I'm not saying that to like be braggy, but I'm saying that having a conversation and being able to respond to someone and go back and forth pulls out thoughts and insights that like, I didn't even know that I had. And that can serve you because then that can get you thinking and we can have a conversation and serve each other and cheer each other on. Because one of the things that I know for sure is that community serves us more than competition and that cheering each other on and collaboration and lifting one another up is what makes this whole business owner, entrepreneur thing worth it is the community that we are able to build with one another as we're building this thing. And I always tell people that, you know, moms are so helpful for each other, but like mompreneurs are the next level of that because we are all fighting similar battles. We're in similar boats of like, we want to build this amazing life for our families. We care deeply about our children and our families. And we probably started businesses so that we could do that in a better way and serve our families. And so just knowing that other mompreneurs are like in that boat with you. And now I'm going down a whole rabbit hole of other things when it comes to my values, but having those conversations and that community with people that are kind of in similar boats is, is what makes it worth it. And it's why we're doing this whole thing and, and creating these businesses and putting ourselves through the trials and tribulations of entrepreneurship, because it's not always easy. Um, So if any of this resonated with you, send me a DM. Let's chat. If you're interested in maybe being a co-host, a guest co-host, I'm looking for volunteers. So let me know if you'd like to have that conversation on these kind of Friday off the cuff episodes and we'll chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy mindset tips and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.